Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. We are talking about a very interesting uh, issue. How do we deal with relationship and its problem? And last week we talked about how can we live without offenses in our life. One crucial factor is to know who we are so that we are not uh, depending on what people and how people would talk to us. Uh, but, but this evening, we want to look at resolving conflicts that brings blessing. So we know there will be problems in our relationship. And uh, how do we resolve it that will result in blessing rather than in a lot of uh, relational conflicts, the different parties just having a clue how to resolve conflicts. It ends up in fights and quarrels, argument, and then a very unhappy ending. Uh, but let's look into what the scripture has to say in 1 Peter 3, 9. It says, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. So when we are in a relational conflict, very often there are tensions there and the emotional uh, Feeling is charged up sometimes. And uh, so a lot of people just do not know how to handle their emotion and uh, their thoughts. And they begin to uh, speak or retaliate. You know, so they are allowing the emotion to control them and say things which is not edifying in a manner that is not helpful, you know, that stirs up more conflicts. Uh, and uh, so we see all uh, these things happening all the time, you know, in our circle, in our environment, and even within the family. So the Bible says, do not uh, repay evil with evil, insult with evil insult. In other words, do not retaliate with your action, with your words, with how you carry yourself. Okay, do not repay evil with evil, insult with insult. You know, so a lot of people, they just react and they, and, and then a quarrel began. So when they do that, their purpose is to justify themselves. Their purpose is to take revenge. That's why sometimes, you know, the words that come forth accuse, you know, words accuse, because it really, those, those hurting words really go into our inner being, into our spirit, and it really cuts, it really hurts. It causes a lot of anger, 
frustration, insight. So we got to take control over our words, our tongue, right? Uh, so that we will not retaliate when there is a conflicting situation. It is a, if you do that, it is a loose, loose situation. Nobody gains in that kind of uh, argument, in that kind of resolving conflicts because it will never be resolved. When people are higher in emotion, most of the time they can't hear what people are saying. They hear the words, very often they misinterpret what is being said. And that's why a lot of times you say, you know, that's not what I mean. That's never our intention, but it's being twisted, it's being interpreted in a wrong way. So it's a loose-loose situation, and uh, we know that from our previous study that the tongue can be set on fire by hell. That means Satan will come in at this time, demon spirit will come in at this time and use us, use our words, manipulate us in order to cause damage because demons, Satan, want to destroy our relationship, want to destroy unity that is among us. And so I stress again and again so that we Christians will be awakened we are the target of the evil one. He wants to use us and let him not use you to bring destruction in relationship, whether it's at home, workplace, in, in, in the church, and so on. And so when we retaliate, you know, it will create a lot of mistrust with one another and uh, discouragement, and even eventually, the relationship never recover. So we must understand the consequence. Some relationship never recovers because of words that has been spoken, because of the expression of the emotion. You know, so it is so very hard to restore that. Not that it's not possible. But very often, people just do not bother to take the effort to bring about that kind of restoration unless you are really, uh, your heart is really filled with God's love. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. So, so have control over our words. Do not retaliate. And 1 Peter 3 verse 10, the next verse. Whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. Those who love life and see good days. So we are responsible. We determine whether our life will be a good life, whether we will have good days before us. 
it is determined by the control of your tongues. Do not let evil come from your tongue. But what is pleasing, what is built uh, of, of good report, what is, what is helpful, positive, let those words be released. And then you will have a good life. Then you will see good days. So we realize the power that is in our tongue. It can destroy your life or it can bring blessing, good life to you. So what do you want? You want a good life? You want blessing in your life? Watch over our tongues, how we respond in conflicting situation. Right? So, can you imagine how powerful, powerful is our tongue? It can bring life or it can bring death. And... uh, you say, no, I, my lips wasn't deceitful. I speak the truth. The thing is, when our emotions are being carried, when our focus is to win an argument, to justify ourselves, many times, lies, deception, justification, just come. We're trying to defend ourselves. So what we say is not the truth. What we say may have elements of truth, but it's twisted, distorted to suit ourselves. And we do it without knowing because we're caught up in that kind of situation. Deceitful speech. You deny things, you forgot things, but others remember what you said, what you did. And uh, so deceitful speech. And uh, so, what do you want for your life? Good life? Happy days? Or rather, what you want is win an argument? That would be really foolish, isn't it? But yet, there are people in conflicting situations, all they want is to win an argument. They are not there to bring peace. They are not there to bring life. They are not there to resolve problems and restoration. They are there to prove that they are right. I'm talking about Christians. I mentioned to you last week about this particular leader Wow, he prepared himself to come to talk about certain problem. All he did is he justified himself. He laid down, you know, everything. He wanted us to listen to him because he's right. Look at the evidence and so on. Well, you can be sure the attitude is wrong. And as I mentioned, there is no solution. It brings up, it resulted in separation. 
So our words can release peace, bring peace in a very contentious uh, situation, violent situation, or we can speak words that will stir up more anger, causes more confusion, causes more conflicts. But if we control our tongues and speak appropriately, it will create opportunity for us to, for both parties to grow out of that conflicts. It opens doors for us to really listen and to know things that we have not known before. It gives rooms for negotiation, deeper understanding. So can you see a conflicting situation can actually bring his life, growth and maturity. It needn't result in death, separation, anger. That's being very immature and irresponsible in a way we do with the conflicting situation and deal with our tongues. So I hope that all of us will want a good life, a blessed life ahead in all our relationship. So we have to learn how to control the use of our tongues and our words. And then secondly, we are to fight evil with good. First Peter 3, 9 says, Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. So when we do not retaliate, we repay evil with blessing, with good words, with, with uh, words of peace. The least we do is to avert a more uh, destructive kind of a, a situation and result in more harm. You know, we can bring an element of, of peace uh, into the situation, calm into the situation. Because really, we don't gain anything fighting to win an argument. You don't gain anything because you are not listening to other people. You have made up your mind what you want to believe and all the wrong attitude you know, to, to reach that goal just, just uh, manifest and uh, pride Anger, confusions, frustration will just, will just be manifest and Satan will have a, a few days to see this kind of situation. And many times it happens far too often than we want to uh, believe it. But when we choose to die to self, the Bible in Matthew 8, uh, uh, 10 
38 to 39. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. If we're willing to lose our life, we're willing to suffer, we're willing to, well, yes, people misjudge us or may have done wrong, but we are willing to lay down ourselves and not retaliate. He said, the Bible tells us, we will gain life. We will gain life. So sometimes, well, it's not worth arguing. It's not worth arguing. It's just, just let, let it be. You know, there are situations I know someone has taken a stand in that particular situation. I realize no amount of explanation will change a person. So it's no point in talking, no point in arguing. Just let go. Let the person be and let God does his work. You know, if God didn't change or cannot change a person, what makes you think you can change a person? So there are situations we really need to just let go and let it be and let God have the final say in those situations. And he says when you control your tongue and you sow words of blessing instead of retaliate with evil, you will inherit a blessing. In a little while, we, we, we'll talk more about that. But, but when we really hold on to what God is teaching us, look at Psalm 119, verse 165 to 166. It says, Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. I wait for your salvation, Lord and I follow your commands. Great peace have those who love your Lord and nothing can make them stumble. In other words, the person who really love the word of God, love God, they hold on to the truth. They believe God's word. They trust God. Even though the situation could be so chaotic, and so hurtful and painful, but they will hold on to the Word of God. They will not take things into their own hand. You see, when they keep focusing on God, in the midst of all these conflicts, He said, great peace, great peace, they will have. And nothing can make them stumble because their focus is on God. They are waiting for God to bring the solution. They're waiting for God to intervene. So that's why they are composed, they are focused on God, they are just trusting God and not focusing on the problems. Because when you focus on the problems, there will be no peace. There will be no joy. But anger and frustration. Look at Philippians 4 verse 7. 
and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guide your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. So when we keep focusing on God, the peace of God will guide our heart and mind. When we focus on God, well, we begin to speak God's word. We begin to speak words of praise, words of thanksgiving, words of good report, words that is positive. That's how we focus on God, on the word of God. So we keep calling to God. We keep confessing, proclaiming His word. It will result in peace in our hearts. And that will protect our mind. But when we focus on the problem, you know what happened? A small problem becomes a big problem. What is not an issue suddenly becomes an issue. Have you experienced that? What is innocent somehow turned out to be so evil because you keep focusing on it. And that's why some people, they just pick. They focus on evil. They just pick the little the little wrong or little evil or little things that's not right and just, just magnify that situation. And as a result, there's no peace. There's no harmony in our relationship because you keep picking on those, those little things. And the ladies, you've got to be careful about that. Because sometimes ladies can just pick on little, little things and create a big problem out of it. And uh, 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7, he said, Humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. See, so when we focus on him, when we trust him and cast our care on him, right there, there comes a peace that, that surpasses all understanding. And uh, God will see us through those situations. So finally, when we sow what is good with our words, we will inherit a mighty blessing. At least you are ver a situation that could have been very, very destructive and damaging in relationship. If you speak the right words, speak the positive words, you may not resolve the problem, but you somehow put off fire, hell fire. You just distinguish, uh, extinguish the, the, the hell fire that, is, that wants to burn so that there's no fuel being added to that fire. So we, we want a happy life, we want a good life. We need to sow what is good. Whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. If you speak words of blessing, words of peace, words of healing and, and, and restoration and wholeness, that's what you're going to inherit. But if you are dead to fight, to win, maybe you will win. But death comes to the relationship. Mistrust comes 
to the relationship. You know, it's, you, you gain nothing from winning an argument, but you gain everything when you win in a relationship because there will be joy, there will be peace, there will be love. There will be many, many good days and, and, and fun as a result of a good relationship. And the Word of God says nothing they do will stumble you when we love our brothers and sisters. And uh, so I hope we will learn how to control our tongue and learn how to speak words of blessing, words that is positive, that brings about healing when there are relational conflicts. When we sow the good seed, we will inherit blessing. We will have a good life. So let's, let's sow what is positive, what is good, and, and, and we will reap a good life. So may the Lord bless us. We're going to pray. Father, we thank you for your words. We thank you for this teaching. We pray, O oh God, that you will cause your words to be a mirror so that we can look into ourselves and realize how we uh, handle this kind of conflicting situation. We just want to sow what is good so that we will inherit blessings. And bless your people as we learn to trust you and obey your words. We thank you, Lord. And we pray that we will indeed have good days and good life before us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again.